Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 327 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orville Albert, and I'm very excited today to have with me Mr. David Dennis of Fredericton. How are you doing, David? I'm great, Albert. Thank you so much for having me on, and uh, it's, it's an honor to be on my fifth favorite podcast. But as you know, you've now accidentally graduated up to my third favorite pinball podcast. Oh, I love it. I love it. Because everybody else has decided that, uh, that they didn't want to do this anymore. Well, you know, I like winning by default. That's right. It's just like the Simpsons. One of my favorite Simpsons episodes. It's funny you say that Jeff Parsons from the Pinball Players Podcast, who's recently joined by Joe Lemire, previously of Head to Head. Yes. Uh, he had made a comment of that. Now everybody's second favorite pinball podcast because, of course, everybody, if you would ask almost everybody in the pinball community about their top five favorite pinball podcasts, almost everybody would have said Head to Head. Special and Lit, and This Week in Pinball. Maybe a different order, yep, but everybody would have said those three. So I'm automatically bumped right there. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the way that I always get forward. That's the same thing with my marriage and my, my, my business and all of that stuff. It's all about just sort of somehow weaseling your way up the chain. One better each time. Exactly, one better each time. <laughs> well, we had a great time today. We were at Dylan. We are at Dylan's Arcade here in Fredericton. I would say the best arcade in all of Fredericton because there's not many. That's right. There's not many here. You yourself have a Tron in your arcade. It's a pinball desert here in Fredericton, so we have uh, Fishtails at a Laundromat, mm -hmm. which, as you know, uh, Fishtails is the worst game ever made. Uh, we have a Ghostbusters in uh, wait, Pool wait, Hall. That video mode. That video mode, though. The video mode is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's the only redeeming quality. Other than that, yeah. And uh, we have a Ghostbusters in a Pool Hall, which is which is pretty great. And thank mm -hmm. God it has had the code updated, so it's no longer. And it's the pro, right? And it is the pro. Good, because that's, that's the only one that matters. Ghostbusters, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and I, I have my Tron at home. Uh, Dylan has. I think, what, like 12 games here in his house, but they're all early solid state, so they're all uh, uh, quite the skill set. It becomes less about rules and more about actual skills. And, and yeah, like you have to nudge or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't just sort of know how to you know, weasel your way around some of the rules and, and blow up a 40 times multiplier, right? Like yeah. you, you need to really actually have skill, which is, which is, which is good. Well, it's funny you said that because... Uh, the guy with the most skill on the East Coast qualified first. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So much skill. So much skill. We got uh, uh, Orby here. Finished first today. He pulled out all the big points. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then, qualified first. That's right. I'm sorry. You qualified, you qualified first. You pulled yourself in on a bye on the first round. Yeah. And then how did that go? Oh, well, after that, I got choice of games. And I was playing against Dylan, who you might be surprised owns Dylan's Arcade. And uh, I got to choose any game I wanted, so I chose Flash Gordon, my previous baby that I got from Mr. Mike Dimas. Shout out from the formerly Canadian Pinball Podcast. And uh, I figured I should choose a game that I know slightly better than him or that I've at least played more than him. Yeah, and you're, playing, you're playing the smart game. Yeah, playing and he smart. still destroyed me. I don't know if it was a destroyed. It was it was a hundred thousand. You hit your second ball wasn't the greatest. No, your first ball you you guys were spot on. But but that's Flash Gordon. Um, I've only played Flash Gordon a handful of times, but every time it's uh, Gordon. <laughs> and I'm gonna go watch that movie. It's it's bad. So the the thing with that game is it's it's hot and cold. It's a hot and cold game. Um, but it is a lot of fun. It's so different and unique. Right. Some people have said it's like the hardest game pre 1985. Um, I believe it. It's a tough game, but it's fun, and you can learn a lot of skill sets between. 
the uh, the drop down targets, hitting those two ramps to go up top and keep it up top. So yeah. there's many any game where there's more than two or three different ways to play it and be successful is a fun game to me. Yeah, exactly. And that game will go down as being forever in history, a fun, interesting, unique game. Even when you watch guys play it in the finals at Pimberg, they use different strategies to play yeah. it. It's like one of those, it's, it's that, that Bally class of 81 where they, it's like Bally just did everything that they possibly could in, in a 12-month period. Mm -hmm. and, and that game is one that doesn't get a lot of love in that group. But I think it's probably one of the one of the longer slow burns of that. Game. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And uh, who did you have to play in the first round of your playoffs? The first the round playoffs. of my playoffs. So I finished. Uh, I, I qualified. Uh, I believe it was a, le a tenth. Ooh, just yeah. stuck in there. Yeah, just squeaking in. That's what I do naturally. Uh, I played Tom MacArthur, who is our uh, tournament director. Give a shout-out to Tom. Yeah, uh, our fearless leader. He knows all of the match play software, and he does all the finagling and all of that stuff. He's made some hard calls sometimes, so good for him. But uh, Very fair tournament. Very right. far, very, very fair. fair. Yeah. My issue is that whenever I see him in the playoffs, I always I always shats the bed. So uh, in this, it, uh, we played, uh, he had choice of game. Yeah. He picked 8-Ball Deluxe. Which is one of Dylan's newer, awesome. newer games. I love eight ball deluxe. It's a great game. I three house balls on all oh. of my balls. The same, the same Brutal. straight down the middle, right from the pops. I literally didn't hit to the ball once on three balls. Oh. It was it was uh, quite frustrating. I'm, I'm usually what a pretty. What would you pick if, if you if it was choice to you? What, what oh, game if, would you if, if it were me, top? I would have I would have picked. If I had choice of game, I would have picked uh, firepower. I like I love Steve Richie. He's my favorite designer. I like Firepower because it's it's an equalizer game. And you're a Black Knight Sword of Rage fan as well. Yeah, right? I like Black Knight I like Sword that game of Rage a lot. There's, there's I feel like it was kind of like if it came out like a year before, everyone would be like, "This game's incredible." Yeah. But it just came out at the same time as so many awesome. Games I prefer the I played the pro. I played the premium. I played the LE. I think the pro is the better game, mm -hmm. although it is the less Black Knight game. I think the pro, the uh, the uh, premium LE is more Black Knight, but I don't think it's as much fun. Right. Um, I like the the pro, but the the issue with the pro is I feel like it needs another toy or One scoop or uh, it needs something else, and it would have been really really high. I think I think Tim Sexton's in for the Twippy this year for rookie of the oh, year. Oh God. Yeah. I think he did him all the way. I think Pimble, he did a very Tim good is also getting a Pimmel Nerds podcast trading card. Oh, exciting! Along with who else? Oh, me. Mr. David Dennis, oh, everybody, man. if I haven't announced that on the show, he's That's getting a right. Pimmelner's podcast trading card as well. Coming out on Groundhog Day, my favorite holiday Ooh, of the year. Very good. It was good, Bill Murray. Very good. And speaking of the weatherman, you got to hear Eric Stone be on the show last yes. week. Yeah, Eric did it. Wasn't he like? Good wasn't he just listen. the nicest guest ever? I think it's it's funny because I listen to your podcast. I would say semi regular. I don't listen to every episode. I pick and choose episodes. How could you? There's and like 400. I know. <laughs> and, uh, and quite frankly, some of them are really bad. Yeah, that's true. You know, you got guys like that Gamago guy. Jesus, he's the worst. Just the worst. He's the world's okayest intern. Exactly, exactly. But no, in all honesty. I think he's kidding, Ian. Yeah. In, in all honesty, uh, you know, I listen to quite a few of the podcasts. Uh, and, uh, and I find that the guests are always really cordial. It's very funny. You don't, you don't normally get guests on your show that aren't like, just like super nice people. 
No. It's not that they're just like regular people. That's they're like, different. wow, these people are like super nice. They're not just regular everyday people. You're literally the first person to come on the show that's not super nice. That's right. That's right. I'm actually I'm actually a really mean person. That's right. No, you're not a mean person, but you are good at teasing people when you want to. I know that you like to bug Mr. Zach many. Yes. Yep, I also. De- Zach, uh, bothering Zach Benny and Dennis Creasel is probably, your hobby. It's probably one of the, my top five things I like. To, actually, <laughs> if I would go like my children, my wife. I'd probably say something like pinball or or video games, and then I would probably put bothering Zach Benny and Dennis Creasel right <laughs> right in that list right there, top five. It's it's a lot of fun because and they're good um, they're good sports as well. Um, and we talk normal things as well. It's not always teasing, but it's, right. always, it's always a good time. We like to give them a little ribbing. Speaking of, they just came out with the Pinball Network. Yes. And I wanted to take this moment to let all the pinball nerd Big listeners. News. Big news, everybody. Hold That's on. That's right. Are you sitting down? And if you're driving, pull over to a rest area. Go, you know, sit down in your car. Take, take a deep breath. Medicine. Take a deep breath. <laughs> it's a big deal. That's right. Pimmel Nerds Podcast slash Order Lover is coming to the Pimmel Network. Wow. <laughs> See, all the all the clapping in this room that we're in. There's seven people that are excited for this because a lot of the other people going are big names. Yes. Yeah, they're the, had big the, podcast. The, the, the pinball, but they're also elite. letting a little guy like Ordal Albert. So it's nice of them to do that. Thank you, Pimmel Nerds. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see how. Uh, the Pinball Network shakes out. It's been off to a, a rocky start, which I think is a bit silly. I don't think it, uh, you know... It was very undeserved because they were already speaking to several women. They were speaking to, to you know, the whole the whole gender equality thing and, and the question that was asked, uh, you know, about gender parity and representation, I think was a good question. I mm-hmm. think it was, I think the way it was approached and asked wasn't really the, the, the greatest. Um, you know, that being said, I look forward to the mixture of different personalities, different um, ideas and suggestions uh, yeah. that are going to come out of the network, which is interesting. It's, it's a very um, it's a very bold vision, I think, where they want to go with the, the network. And, and I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes and where it shakes out. It's sort of like stern code. You kind of see it at first, and you're like, yeah, it's pretty good. I can see where it's going. I'm just gonna have to. It's gonna take 12 months to really know if it's any good. Right. I like I like that analogy. Uh, I think they genuinely really want to tie the pinball community together. I think it was frickin' SMRT to bring together Jeff Teolis yeah. and Martin Robbins, two incredible tournament players, and put them together on the competition show. Uh, it makes sense to keep Zach and Dennis together. You yeah. need those two together. That's it's not a show without them. They're dynamic. On. Yeah, is amazing. And, and you're not going to hear Greg and Zach as well. Yeah, you're not going to want to listen to Zach many talk about tournament pinball, right? Like oh, yeah. I love you, Zach. That's not fun. his thing. I, you know, I play tournaments. Pinball machine number six also breaks down, Zach. Right. I've seen it happen. That's right. I, I mean, I play pinball in tournaments mostly because I just want to play a bunch of different games at different locations. Right. You know the social interaction of it. I don't consider myself a like a like an actual tournament player, although I play in tournaments. But the worst thing that I could do is sit down and talk about tournament strategy and talk about what to do and 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 you know the top players. Because my God, you would be bored to death. But if you got somebody that's knowledgeable, mm-hmm. um, like Teolis, like Martin, yeah. you know, 
I think Joe Lemire, who's great at it, he's gone over right. on Timball Players po- Ex- Podcast exactly. with Jeff Parsons. Shout out. Yeah, they're like those guys know what they're doing. They know what they're how to say it, um, and they've had some experience in podcasting. But if you put Zach and Dennis together and you want them to talk about tournaments, I don't think that's great. So the diversity I think that they're creating amongst opinions within the network is pretty interesting. And I, I think in the long run it will bode very well. I look forward it, to it. Everything that uh, Ken Cromwell has been part of has been incredible. Yeah, I, Ken is funny. I really enjoy Ken. I, I always spend a lot of time in the uh, the Monday night pinball And, and Ken's going to be part of the the pinball show. Right, the so Monday, the Monday pinball show. So you're going to have Ken Cromwell... Zach, Zach Manny yeah. and Dennis Kriesel together, and then they're going to split, switch off with Greg Bone every other week. That's going to be incredible. I'm right. excited for that. Too. Yeah, a three, it'll be interesting to see how a three a three person booth is, right? Because with three people, the, the dynamic changes than, than with two people. Um, I, you know, I hope they're not just all going to pick on Dennis. Uh, they probably will. The thing is, the thing is <laughs> I'm right? Sorry, Din Din. We're all we're all on to Greg Bone. We know it's just <laughs> a facade. We know that Greg Bone is. He just looks good in a handkerchief. Yeah, he just he looks he looks he looks phenomenal. We all know he, we're on to him. Right? He wins like, the most handsome pinballer. Oh, oh my God, he's such a great person. He's so friendly. He's so nice. We know it's all it's it? all show. It's all show. He's animated. He's funny. Yeah, but yeah. I don't I don't know. He's not a big competition player. Now, how do you how do you see the network shaking it? What are you most excited for? I really want them to be. The like I had said this, I'm not gonna lie. We had tried to record this before, and we may have ran to an issue. But I want them to kind of be like the CNN. I want them to be the hub of where pinball people go. If you're a new pinball podcast starting out, they'll throw you a bone. Hopefully, if you want to find out which Twitch channel is gonna have like which programming at which time, maybe they have like a a, a schedule for that to show yeah, you. Yeah. Maybe they're gonna be hosting on their Twitch channel the new pinball podcasters and the new live streamers. I think um, what people have noticed, especially in media in general, is the more content that you can create, mm-hmm. the more interest and engagement you will continue to get. So right. if you if you look at Jack Danger, he's 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 streaming when he's not on the road, he's streaming every day. Right. Except on the weekends. Like five nights a week, three three to five right. hours. Canada Canada will toss out, you know, three podcasts for thirty minutes, uh, you know, three times a week. No problem, yeah. No problem. And, and, on, and on a slow news news week. Right. And people are consuming all of that content. So I think it's very smart that the pinball network is continuing to build out their content mm-hmm. but they're spreading the load, which is interesting. Um, I feel like they're creating sort of a democratization of the pinball media where Anybody can join their network. It's not a closed good old boys club. Mm-hmm. But what they will do is they will provide you with that marketing support. Uh, you know, they'll they'll be able to push that content out. editing. Now, if I wanted to start my own podcast, and I know everybody wants to listen to every opinion I ever have. Hey, I see your top listener. Right, I would immediately be. Don't start your own. Just join mine once a month That's on, right. the pinball, on the Pimble Network. Right. So I would. <laughs> I, I feel like if I started a podcast, I would immediately get two, three thousand, you know, downloads. I would say after oh. the first week. Right. Oh, first first episode, boom. Right, but I mean, I wait. Think, do you I, think you could take down Macho Man? Oh, could anybody can t- anybody can take down the Macho brother? He ain't got <laughs> nothing on me. I'm gonna I'm gonna come after him. Oh, you! I'm too sweet okay. to be sour. Let's friend. start a Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> right, exactly. It'll just it'll just be me. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Two by four. Yeah, we could. But uh, I I think 
if I really wanted to do that, it, there's a level of professionalism I think that people sort of want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're going to need to start an intro. And you have a great intro done by your friend in Ontario. Thank you. My buddy Eric, big E, shout out. Yeah, you, you know, you need some sort of end. You need to be able to know how to use software. You need to, like, what software to actually use and how do I actually do it and what research should I do and, you know, what words should I avoid or... You know, and interviewing people. Interviewing people. Believe it or not, the hardest part for me doing a podcast is asking people for interviews. You feel so yeah. weird. Yeah. People feel one of two ways. Either A, I'm not important enough to be interviewed by you, or yeah. they feel B, I'm too important for your podcast. Right, right. And you don't know which one they're thinking. So, like, when you go to ask someone, you're like, oh, my God. So, yeah. it's very – that was the hardest thing for me at Pittsburgh was going up to – and asking Danger for or Mrs. Penn or, you know, all these people I know online, but I've never actually talked to them. Be like, hey. It's, it's, <laughs> and that's pretty funny because, you know, I, I, I figured I was too big for your podcast. And, um, <laughs> Not after being on you've, Twitter, come you've, on. You've cornered me into, uh, into a room here, and I, and I couldn't get out because you're sitting between me and the door. But, uh, but I'm, glad, I'm glad I was able to, to come on. It's, it's tons of fun. Hey, well, thanks so much for being on the show. Uh, I just – Want to now? Have, get you, it. have you seen Stranger Things? Have you played? Have um, I have seen it live streamed, but I did yeah. want to ask you about that before we go. You got to play it at Cabin Fever. Yeah. Shout out in Toronto. Cabin Fever. Robin Harrison's awesome pinball bar. The first time I was the first time I was uh, to Cabin Fever actually up in, mm -hmm. in Toronto. I was up for uh, portfolio manager meetings and hearing market stuff and, and, and all of that. Really, really interesting. Really super suits, right? I'm, I'm up there with the, uh, with the corporate Toronto and before I, a hey, quick shout out to your best stock index update. Go right. Well, oh, we're, well, we, you guys, you got to have a diverse portfolio to make sure that it's a 60, 40 mix. Remember, it's all about no, the long term. 37 and a half percent high risk. Right. 2% medium variable. That's right. You got to be the biggest piece the biggest piece of that is when I go to those meetings, I need some sort of like break and I can swing out either before the meetings, after the meetings. And I went up to Cabin Fever. I also ate uh, some wonderful barbecue up that way. Korean barbecue? It, no, it was uh, proper actual like Louisiana barbecue. Down yeah, so it was. Okay. Uh, I think it was called uh, Burke. Uh, it was very, very good. Or bark. I'm sorry. It was bark. Um, and Yeah, it was super, super good. And uh, I went over to Cabin Fever. They have a uh, Stranger Things Pro. I put it through its paces, which for me is not actually that much. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I think the shots are there. It's kind of fun. I like the show. I just... You, I'm, you I'm were very, telling me before you didn't love the Demogorgon right, shot. Right, the Demogorgon shot is okay. I, I did make it, of the eight shots, I put two in, so I don't have a massive failure rate like most. I just thought it was it was a bit ho-hum, right? And when you're looking at something like, you know, Monsters was a bit ho-hum, right? It's a good game. It's lots yeah. of fun. The shots are good. It's, it's enjoyable, but... Um, I don't think I'd buy one. I think there's others on the list at the same price that I would buy. Is but this Elvira too? Elvi I'll tell you what. Have you played that? I played Elvira. Okay, I played, I played it. I played that in, in, in Florida when I was there over the holidays. Mm -hmm. And and Elvira House of Horrors, although not a theme for me, I thought was a stellar game. Yeah. A stellar game. So if I was looking at Stranger Things, you know, premium with the projector, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And then I looked at Elvira Premium right next to each other. 
There's more mechanical toys in Elvira, which I think is, is pretty interesting. Um, and it's, uh, you know, a Lyman game, which is t- always always very deep and fun. Yeah. I, it's a, it's a good game. Exposed. It's a good game, right? And that's the thing. I think people people are like, it's either great or it's nothing. And I, I don't think that that's fair. I, no. I like the game. I think it's very good. Just like the real world, there's lots in the middle. Right. And, it, I, I, you know, if I see this on location, I would put, I would, you know, put five or ten Canadian dollars in there. Right? Some, a couple of toonies or loonies. Oh uh, yeah, because you put a couple of toonies in there and you get three games instead of oh, two. Oh, that's eight. right. They give you the freebie, the buy two get one freed yeah. out here in the East Coast. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, the one thing that I did like about Cabin Fever is they had a lot of their posts down nice and low. So instead of you know two minute games, I was at least getting two and a half minute games, which was very very nice. friendly. And the tilts aren't too tight, the and they have incredible tight. craft beer there. Yes. Their beers were, were wonderful. My friend was there. He's not a pinball player, so I brought him along. He had a really good time. Uh, they had a Congo there. First time I ever played Congo. And I really, really like Congo. Uh, made by a horrible person. Uh, designed by a horrible person. But oh, I'll tell yes, you, yes, yes, But I'll right. tell you, it's a heck of a game. It was a lot of fun collecting those. Sometimes those bad things. people do good things. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Now, I wanted to ask you, before we end the podcast here, I don't want to put you on the spot too much. But what are your projected goals for the province? I know you're going to try a little harder. You might even come to Pintastic, I hear. Yes. I'm okay. Well, you better get in the tournament there. <coughs> but, like, what are you hoping for? Are you hoping to make, like, top 12 in the province or so top last year, Last year, I did not do very, very well at all. Um, but I've only played, like, three or four tournaments yeah, a year, I didn't, right? I, don't, I didn't play enough uh, tournaments. I do travel a bit for work, so sometimes that's a bit of an issue. Uh my but you made finals today. That's a good I start did. of the year. I did. I'm usually right squeaking in. I'd like to finish. I'd like to finish top ten in the province. Yeah, next year David Dennis, right? top ten. You heard it here on the Double yeah. Nerds podcast. I'd like to be able to make it to the to the finals uh, on a regular basis. I'd like to make it to provincials, which is like states down there in the in the U.S. So I'd like to be able to make it to that just for the sheer, you know, just being able to go and enjoy it and have a good time and. And things like that. So that's a that's a pretty lofty goal. Um, I'd like to to do sort of a few more uh, bits and pieces along the way in pinball in general. But I'd like to finish when it comes to tournaments. Even though I consider myself not really a tournament player, I'd like to finish a little bit better. Uh, my wife actually she uh, is a great pinball player um, by accident. I have no idea how this has happened. Quite it's osmosis. It's it's you know it's it's hilarious. It might have something to do with you having pinball machines. It, it could. She uh, she actually qualified for provincials this year. She played. Who's going to win between the two of you this year? What uh, do you think? I would probably close. It depends on it depends on how how many tournaments she goes to. If I can hold it together, she finished second. <clears throat> My wife she finished second in her first tournament ever, which put gave her enough whoppers to be able to make it into the provincials, which is is amazing. Um, I've never, I haven't heard the end of it yet, which is great. Uh, I still get. You never will. I never will. I never will. will. I've never, I've never finished above five. I think a six. I think I finished six once last year, but just I'm consistently in that sort of low middle of the pack. Okay, you get a top ten. I'm gonna get a top five. Okay, you heard it here. There you go. I'll be okay with fifth. Yeah, you can write that down. But there's 200 people writing this down right now, which they shouldn't be doing because they're probably driving. And that is not very safe. Don't, so don't you write should feel bad. You should feel bad about yourself. Don't pull over either. It's not that important. It, yeah. Well, I guess. I'm pretty important. Well, 
Overall, Stranger Things, yay or nay? What do you think? I think it's a yay. I think it's a long-term play. Um, See how the code goes. I like it. I, I think it's I think it's fun. I like the shots. It's the it's idea fun. of being able to project something that can be updated yeah. really intrigues me. I though. think that's pretty and something cool. that can be modded. Do you know how many people are going to be modding stuff yeah. to put on those screens in no time? It'll be a lot of fun. I really I think it's very cool. The the drop targets and spinners changing I think is the coolest bit. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much the screen itself. Uh, I would say I would be a yay on it, but it's you know it's not Jurassic Park. You're not selling your Tron tomorrow to get oh, it. Oh God, no, no, that thing is bolted to the ground. And we are going to live stream it someday, pinball nerds. Don't yes. worry. Yeah, we'll we'll all be sitting there in in my arcade, which consists of, of that one game in my in my. Living We're going to do an epic 12-hour live stream from 11 11 a.m. until 11 11 p.m. when they kick over to Albert Out. That's right. <laughs> when it's like get the hell out of my house. Okay, that's enough. Out of here. Exactly. Well, Pam Honored, thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you so much, David Dennis. I really appreciate it. Of course. Um, the only thing I don't appreciate is that you took that last spot. Zach Manny was about to phone me to co-host this week in pinball, and then you contacted him, and he's like, all right, I'll pick David Dennis. I'm just kidding. I'll forever be a little sore that you got to co-host one of my favorite pinball podcasts, and I'll never get to do it. Yeah, it was, it was, a lot of, it was actually a lot of fun. Zach's really fun. He's really professional. I give him a hard time, and I love, to, I love to poke fun at him and stuff like that because, you know, quite frankly, you know, deep down, he actually is a horrible person. Um, but I enjoy poking fun at, at him. <laughs> it, you know, what really happened, I mean, the story, if you want to wind it back, the, the real story was that he was desperate for that Twippy. Yeah. He he knows Canada. He, he's a Canadian. He, 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 he knows that Canada was really, was really at his heels. And he figured, he said, you know, how can I do this? And you're right. He said, I need a Canadian because they're charming. They're a lot of fun. They are uh, witty beyond all wit. Oh, of course. And it's a maple syrup. So he asked Dennis Creasel. Dennis Creasel's like, well, how about David Dennis, this amazing, gorgeous gentleman? And he said, okay. So what actually ended up happening was that I sunk the ship. So I didn't show up. Oh. To actually win the Twippy, I just was like one of the last nails in the coffin, which I don't know. I you think took it's, down the Yamada. That's right. I think that's better than actually helping them win the Twippy. <laughs> that I was the one that completely made them, you know, you give up. Ship. But you helped, uh, I mean, by your theory, then you helped build the pinball network, which that's is going to be. That's right. So technically, the I'm the reason. The most amazing pinball podcast streaming network of all time. Yes. I am the reason the pinball network exists. <laughs> because basically I destroyed the Twip podcast. So there you go. Oh, my God. Well, I'm so glad we get to hear two more weeks of Ken and Bill at Special One Lick because I'm really going to miss them. Yeah, their dynamic is great. I'm going to miss them as well. I know. And I won't get to hear Bill say have a good morning, good afternoon, and good evening yes. again. Yes, exactly. But, I mean, really, when you think about it, their pinball podcast isn't like a kidney or a liver, right? So, you know. Well, it's true. It's not. <laughs> brutal. Brutal. All right, pinball nerds, until next time, remember to eat, sleep, and breathe Funio Flippers Pinball.